This week on the 414 Live, we'll be discussing B2B lead generation and conversion. What B2B marketers are currently doing, the challenges they're facing, as well as what's working the best. I'll be speaking with Linus Gregoriadis from London Research, who is the author of the State of B2B Lead Generation Report. It's a fantastic piece of research that will be of great interest to B2B marketers and sales teams. Linus will talk us through his research and give detail on all of the major findings, including how B2B lead gen is evolving, how the marketing function is changing, as well as what B2B leaders are doing differently to their peers. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the 414 Live, the first of 2020 here on LinkedIn Live. If this is the first time you've joined us, welcome along because uh, the 414 Live is produced exclusively for you as a professional B2B marketer, whether you work in-house at a company or agency side. And uh, what we promise for you, the viewer, each and every week is for you to expand and enhance your professional knowledge by interviewing and speaking with some of the greatest and most interesting minds in B2B marketing. And today very much is no exception and we thought we'd kick it off uh, with something very useful for the year ahead because we'll be talking about the state of lead generation and as uh, and a state of lead generation. It's a report uh, that's uh, been put out and it's going to be of significant use to anyone uh, within the marketing or indeed sales function. And to help uh, give us more background and look into this report uh, in more detail, joining us live from Hoxton in London, please welcome Linus Gregoriadis, Director of London Research. Linus, good morning. Morning, James, and hi, everyone. <laughs> we, we got there, yes. Uh, so Linus, you've, um, you're the director of London Research and you've um, spent a lot of time putting together this report which is looking into the state of B2B lead generation. Could you give us a bit of um, background first of all about what the, the uh, reports are about and how, what was involved in creating it? So the aim of this research, um, James, was really to understand what distinguishes B2B leaders in the, the context of lead generation. So for this um, the State of Lead Generation report um, published last, last year, we carried out a, a survey of several hundred B2B marketers. We sought to identify the, the best companies in, in terms of their lead gen based on the returns they were getting from their demand generation activities and also their ability to measure ROI. And then we looked at what these companies, the, the leaders, the B2B leaders were doing differently from their peers and were then able to make some uh, recommendations in the report, which we can talk about. And the, the great thing about the, the most recent research is that it was a follow up on a similar study we carried out in 2017. So the, the most recent report we did in partnership with On24, the webinar platform. So we have um, trend data in there as, as well about the evolution of this discipline, if you like. So you mentioned there about uh, leaders then in the fields. Uh, so what is it then that leaders 
in lead generation are doing perhaps differently to their peers uh, also in a similar role? Yeah, well, we found some significant differences in the, I guess, the characteristics of leaders compared to their, their peers. So if you think of lead generation comprising a, a number of components, there's obviously the, uh, the, the strategy you need to do this effectively. There is the, the, the content creation and production. There is the, the syndication of that research in terms of driving volume to your content assets and, and getting uh, the, the quantity of leads you need. There's the, the capturing of the data. There's the, the transferring of data between different business systems, for example, from marketing automation to CRM. And then there's the, the measurement of uh, success, the measurement of return on investment. And across those different areas, leaders were much more likely to be exhibiting uh, good, uh, good practice, I guess. So in terms of strategy, that's have actually having an overall strategy with overall tactical elements of that feeding into a, um, a comprehensive and, and joined up plan. Um, in, the, in terms of content production, it's about having an understanding of who your customers are and within your customers what the different personas are within stakeholders within that business and also where people are in the buying journey and creating and targeting content with, with those elements in, right, in, in mind. So at different stages of the buying funnel and also to different types of persona. And leaders also um, having good technology in place and, and processes in place to make sure that the, the data and leads that are being co collected to make sure that the right high quality um, level of information is there. Mm -hmm. So are there any uh, best practices that, you, that uh, you feel are worth highlighting that, you, that maybe the, the research has uncovered? What are the best yeah, yeah, I mean, that's another good question. And, and, and one of the, I guess, the overarching elements in terms of good practice is having joined up marketing and sales departments. And that's someone that often means having a, a director level senior employee who has oversight of both those departments to ensure alignment. And we'll be discussing that um, a bit later on. It's also, as an example of that, it's important for, 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 for marketing teams to be not just getting those leads, but also nurturing them so that when there is that handover to sales departments, they've reached a, um, a level of lead quality and, and, and sort of tick certain boxes and, and match certain criteria, for example, being you know, those leads have the, the budgets that's, that's required, the, the decision-making authority, that kind of BANT thing, um, the, the time frame as well. Uh, so BANT's an acronym for so the budget uh, uh, and various things like, uh, as, I, as I said, like authority, um, and et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're, that's a good example of how leaders are doing things differently to their peers. They're, they're sort of nurturing those leads effectively before that handover to sales. 
So are there any challenges then that, uh, are there any challenges that the report uncovered that leaders uh, and everyone else involved in B2B lead gen are, are, are facing? What are those major challenges? Well, I mean, there's an array of challenges really that relate to those different components um, and parts of lead generation. So um, one I think is important to flag up is, is around getting high quality leads and the right volume of those leads in the first place. And that often, in order to overcome that challenge, it's really about having a very clear idea of who you're trying to target, again, as I mentioned, and in, in what part of the, the buying journey um, and having great content to do that. And another challenge is around measuring return on investment. So that's about the business being able to track back from a sale um, to, I guess, attribute that sale to a lead generated by marketing. So marketing can then, I guess, build the case for further investment in, in lead generation. Because unless success is being, and those leads are being tracked through to sale, it's very hard to um, understand what type of leads and what type of campaigns were effective in the first place. So in, the, in that case, um, what would you recommend as a way of uh, dealing with those challenges uh, then in that, in that sense? Is that anything that's yeah. in the report? Yeah, I mean, as I've sort of touched upon there, in, in terms of getting good quality leads, there, there needs to be an alignment between marketing and sales team around what is what a good lead looks like and, and making sure that everyone's happy with the, the criteria in place and as I say I'm making sure that before marketing hands over the sales uh, the, the leads to sales that that lead nurturing is is happening it's about sales teams sharing data back with marketing and feedback on on the quality of those leads and, and the business being able to understand when there is a sale where that lead came from is it from lead generation um, leaders actually we found from the research almost half of their sales are being driven by leads ultimately coming from leads driven um, online so online lead generation for for their peers i.e non-leaders less than a quarter of, of sales were attributed to um, leads generated originally by marketing departments. So the incentive is definitely there to be a B2B leader. Now, with them, um, as you mentioned there, that most of these leads are coming from online. With regard to content, what um, discoveries did you, did you find in regards to what's proving to be perhaps the most effective in helping generate uh, leads? within all of this? What's the most effective content? Okay, so I mean to recap from, from the research on the, the types of content asset that companies will typically be using for lead gen, there are um, a, a, some virtual events. I mean event, physical events are really good for uh, marketing and lead gen and, and sometimes for sales, but in terms of the, the online environment then then webinars are found to be 
uh, if done well, effective for lead generation. There's also things like case studies and buyer's guides. So um, I, I guess there's would-be buyers progress through the, the funnel and, and increase their knowledge and are closer to converting, something like a case study and buyer's guide can be a really uh, useful asset for them um, and leads to your company being very much part of the mix in their decision-making processes. And th there are also things like white papers and research reports, which may be a kind of higher funnel type content for those who are um, quite new to the area, not not yet close to, to buying, but educating themselves about the trends in the marketplace and uh, what potentially what solutions are out there to address the challenges they have. Nice. And in terms of, so, that, that, so that's type of content asset, in terms of the most effective channels um email marketing it's email has been around a long time now but is, is very much used in the context of marketing automation and um, very good for I, th I think nurturing leads um particularly and um i guess more for inbound marketing channels like search and social in, in combination with good content marketing is is really effective for demand generation by the way if um anyone uh, watching would like to put a question uh, to linus uh we do have the power to do that uh, because this is all a live show um if you have a question to put to linus uh, about lead generation uh and we're gonna get on in a second to lead conversion uh then please do pop a question in the comments box uh, and actually uh, talking about uh, lead conversion that's uh, understandably the next step in all of this. Uh, your forthcoming reports uh, then focuses on the state of B2B lead conversion. Have I got that, the title right there? What's, what's, the, what's the exact Yeah, so that's a, the new report coming out um, later this month is, is, a, is a strategic guide to lead conversion. So it's all very well generating those leads, but we wanted something um, best practice focused again actually on converting those leads and that's something we did in partnership with our sister company um, Demand Exchange which is actually a B2B lead generation platform so that will be a, another co-branded report with, with London Research and that's based on interviews of people really at, at the coalface of this stuff so um, directors of sales directors, heads of marketing, chief revenue officers as well, which has been a, uh, an emerging role in the last few years. And they, um, a chief revenue officer will typically head up both a marketing and sales department to, to have that oversight and ability to, to make sure that those teams are aligned and, and pulling in the right direction. How, how, um, I suppose related to that, uh, how have you found the, the reception to these reports? Because I imagine these have got to be 
extremely valuable in terms of the insights that they're giving. Uh, what's the reaction that you've had uh, to these? Um, well, I mean, we've 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 sent the the, the forthcoming report. We, we have sent to a few people to get their, their feedback, and, and it's been um, the feedback's been been really positive. And, and we did a held an event recently where we presented the research, and we had various senior. Uh, people working mainly for marketing technology companies. Um, the, the the second report coming out this year is, is particularly focused on technology, and um, I, I, th I think people realise that the challenges they face when, when they've read this report that they're, they're not alone. These are these are things that are widespread within um, enterprise companies, small and medium businesses. Uh, to different vendors wrestling with similar challenges about how to align their teams, make sure they've got consistent consistent metrics and KPIs, um, the right technology in place to, to capture leads and uh, most importantly, arguably, the really good content um, to get the interest of, of prospects. So how have you found then uh, the, um, the evolution of sales and marketing within B2B? Uh, what, what insights have you been able to gather in that regard? Um, well, what we found is that within businesses, they're trying to, uh, the, the leaders, if you like, they're trying to really evolve what their marketing teams are doing and, and also what their sales teams are doing. And, and thirdly, how the, the marketing and sales teams uh, are working in, in conjunction. So we've seen this evolution, if you like, of marketing teams from being the, the much disparaged uh, sort of colouring in departments within businesses to being really at the, the cutting edge of commercial endeavors where there's a the data-driven marketing's going on and, and, and marketing automation platforms are helping with this and they're at the forefront of positioning their businesses as real sort of thought thought leaders and, and trusted advisors in a particular area of of expertise and, and, and sales departments taking a less kind of pushy approach to to more of a consultative um, approach where they're really understanding their customers and what their uh, challenges are and, and coming up with solutions and tailored solutions to address those challenges. So it's very much uh, for, for leaders needs to be a, a two-pronged approach between sales and marketing, often led by someone like a, a chief revenue officer who has um, both business functions under his or her remit. Is that right? So that's something that that's, uh, has been um, more of a thing, shall we say then, if uh, with the chief revenue officer dr uh, pulling these to otherwise departments which previously have worked further apart, but now they're being drawn together and that's the role of the, um, the revenue officer then? It's it may be the chief revenue officer, it, it may be the uh, someone else, someone else, chief commercial officer, I guess, or even the CEO. But um, yeah, just making sure there there is more alignment between those teams, um, transparency and, and feedback. 
Historically, there's been this issue where sales haven't necessarily really used much of the data coming from marketing departments that they prefer to rely on their own kind of black books that, that sales people have um, and go out you know, just go after existing contacts but as, as we've seen and, and discussed for increasingly businesses are able to attribute more and more sales back to marketing departments and that's through um, marketing departments understanding what type of leads um, are most likely to convert and, 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 and using the feedback from sales departments but without that feedback and understanding of what leads are trying, uh, converting into sales they can't improve their own processes this seems to be a very much a recurring theme actually because uh, we've had quite a few guests uh, on the 414 and what seems to be the thing is that success very much is being attributed to when sales and marketing departments are no longer fighting they're working together uh, as a unit and that's very interesting that that's been very much backed up by your report uh, in speaking with these um, various company leaders. Yeah, so, it's really about bridging, yeah, bridging that gap between marketing and sales and the right processes, the right business culture as well, and also the right technology is, is important. For example, can your marketing automation tool, um, are you able to integrate with your, your CRM, your lead generation platform, for example, demand exchange, that can feed data directly into marketing automation and, and CRM tools. So uh, let me pose one more question then, if I may. And uh, that would be, what would be uh, your recommendation based on your findings in the report uh, for companies to carry on, uh, not just uh, succeeding, but really taking it to the next level with regard to their sales and marketing activities uh, for B2B lead gen? Uh, good question. I, I think it's about having a really clear understanding through the business about what a good customer looks like. So who is your, what is your target market? Who is your target customer? Um, and who are the personas within that business? So if everyone is agreed, including marketing and sales, you stand a much better chance of success and the leads you do generate are more likely ultimately to convert into sales. Um, as I've mentioned a couple of times, agree, agreement on what, for example, a marketing qualified lead or a sales qualified lead is, uh, what boxes need to be ticked there in, in terms of qualifying criteria. Another recommendation would be around having good processes in place to make sure for it. There's an iterative process to make sure that feedback is uh, is shared between different teams and, and there's there's a general uh, commitment to working towards greater collaboration and taking on board uh, one another's feedback and finally then uh, we definitely need to let uh, viewers and listeners know where they I think where they can get hold of this report so what's the best uh, way to get hold of the report 
Well, we'll be pushing that report through um, Digital Donut, which is a third company within Communitai. So there's London Research, Demanding State Exchange and, and Digital Donut. That will be also be available from London Research in due course. And it will be free to um, download, no registration will be required. So please do look out for that strategic guide to lead conversion coming out soon. And um, also you can already find on London Research the state of B2B lead generation report done in partnership with On24 and various articles on digital donuts. Linus, thank you very much for uh setting us off in the right direction, I think, uh, for the year 2020 ahead. Uh, Linus Gregoriadis from London Research, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, James. And thanks, thanks for those who've tuned in. And if you've enjoyed watching and you'd like to learn more insights and wisdom each and every week from some of the greatest and most interesting minds in B2B marketing, then please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, search for The 414 on there, or on your favorite podcasting app, search for The 414 on there too. There we go. So there we go. My name's James Rostands, and we'll see you here same time next week for another edition of The 414. Thank you.